Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio. I'm only saying that because our answer bear is not here. Yeah. He's up Newtski in it in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Michael Schwartz is hit the bricks. Him and his lovely wife looking at the Wisconsin character. I don't know why they keep going back there, but they must have fun. It's great. Hey, this segment's brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com for all of your needs. It's a Nordstrom range without the Nordstrom price. Anything and everything can be had there, training, guns, ammo, You know, great ranges, clean, spotless, great people. Whether you're a first-time shooter or an old-time shooter, makes no difference to the gun range San Diego. They will totally treat you equally. Go as a group. Take your uh, family, take your business partners, use it as a morale booster. It's all good at the Gun Range San Diego. Well, our very special guest in the house, Mr. San Diego County gun owner, blogger extraordinaire, Joe Jarmisi. How you doing, bud? Doing great. Thank you. And I am very special. It's a good what, thing to point out. What's the shirt with the pig? <laughs> That's the uh, the shirt. Actually, my uh, my daughter brought this back from a, a barbecue place, I think, in Memphis. That's the peg leg porker. If you notice the pig has a peg leg on the back. Oh, yes, Now he that you draw does. attention to it, we do. Was it tasty? Uh, she said it was, oh. yeah. Oh, you didn't get to eat? I she didn't bring got, any I food. I got the t-shirt. No. She brought you the shirt. <laughs> well, besides eating pulled pork, we wanted to have Joe back on the show because he just does an amazing job. Absolutely. If the listeners out there haven't gone to the San Diego County Gun Owners uh, website, you really should. And uh, Joe puts out a weekly blog, well-written, um, you know, not too many words, not too ver- verbose, but to the point. And we just love him. And we're so happy that you came down to the show on a Sunday afternoon to hang out with us and your listeners. And and uh, we appreciate you coming. Oh, what else would I be doing on a Sunday afternoon? I mean, this is, doesn't get any pork. better than this. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We were just talking about that before the show started about, you know, you got to you gotta have that real you know, spirit for, uh, you know, wanting to do this and, and lead the charge. And all, so many of our friends have left California. I was with San Diego County gun owners, a meeting they had, uh, at a gun shop at Mission Gorge and, and the group of them was, you know, some remark came up and they said, yeah. And you know, our, for our friends that have left, so many people have left California, but for those of us we're sticking back and Dave and I used to say, uh, you know, broadcasting from deep behind enemy lines. We feel like it's still, it still is, it still is. And, and that's what we're doing here. So um, what was our topic this week on your blog? Um, what I was writing about this week, uh, lawyers, guns, and money, basically. Yeah. Um, just uh, looking at the situation with um, now that, you know, it's unfortunate that, that we're forced to fight this way for something that's, that's really a right of all Americans. It's guaranteed to us. And yet we still have to fight about it. And, um, you know, so it becomes that kind of thing where it's it's in the courts. It's you know things have to get litigated. It takes money to do all that stuff. So yep. it's just a constant fight like that. But um, 
one of the things I was I mentioned in the article, and um, what I want to go into further, I think, in uh, probably next week or the week after, is the language uh, that comes up because uh, the words that we use are important. Oh yeah, and you know we've kind of lost the momentum over the decades, I guess. <laughs> Um, you know, the left and the anti-gun people have kind of driven the narrative there with language, making up phony terms about AR rifles and things like that. And, you know, I was just looking at the, um, there was one uh, just last week where they, you know, they always talk about the gun violence epidemic. And, you know, it, it really, there is no gun violence epidemic in this country. If you look at, you know, yes, we have shootings and things like that, and it's terrible when it happens. But realistically, about three one-thousandths of 1% of our population are killed by murderers using firearms each year. Yep. And, you know, to put that in perspective, if you look at, like, Elizabeth Warren has about eight times that percentage of American Indian blood in her system. I was thinking you could say that. You know, and I... awesome. But, I mean, that's, you know, yes, it's tragic, but, you know, innocent people die every day in this country. And it's, you know, it's awful when it happens. But to say we have a gun violence epidemic is just not right. And using those kinds of words, those words elicit um, emotions in people. And when people are emotional, you know, they don't think as clearly and they're a lot easier to manipulate. And that's kind of the strategy that gets used. And we should really be attacking that kind of stuff when they use those kinds of words like assault rifles and things like that that are just bogus terms or gun violence epidemic. You know, people need to stand up and, and call these people out on this kind of stuff, especially when leaders um, like politicians and things. I just saw, you know, Elizabeth Warren just used that term again the other day. We have to handle this gun violence epidemic just like it is, yeah. an epidemic. And it's not an epidemic. You know, yes, it's an issue. But, I mean, you know, there are other issues as well. I mean, right. and, and I'm not trying to minimize or belittle, you know, people that, that run into that kind of stuff or have that kind of experience. Sure. But, I'm just saying it's let's keep it in proportion and let's let's deal with it. You know, let's attack the problem really and it is not a gun problem. It's a, you know, a mental health problem. It's it's a problem with how we're dealing with religion in this country, what's happening with the family unit in this country. There's a whole bunch of problems, but uh guns are not one of them. But anyway, that's uh one of the things I was writing about. Um you know, if you look at talking about the the words and things, I don't know if you guys caught uh, Tucker Carlson this week um, was talking about in San Francisco where um, they've uh, they're changing the language now. So like, yeah. there's no we don't have felons in San Francisco anymore. We have, um, I think it's uh, legal system involved individuals. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, so awesome. If, so the, you you know you can make the jump if gee if I don't have felons I don't have crime I guess because I don't have yeah. criminals. Well, that's their way of fixing the problem. Instead <laughs> yeah. of fixing the that problem, Tucker Carlson. They deal. think we're so stupid that by just changing the name of the of the problem, we're all going to say, oh well, in that case. Well, then okay. too often though, uh, gun people try and uh, come up with a logical answer to this emotional stuff that's going out there so people and you can't but they do anyway and that's the problem so and and i've been guilty of that nail on the head you know i mean being being an engineer by trade that's my my reaction all the time is to look at the logic of it right and you know you can't when you're dealing with emotion like that people make decisions on emotion yeah and you know we need to kind of address it that way but when people make up these terms we need to call them out on those terms especially when it's our leaders that are doing it Mm -hmm. when it's politicians and people like that do they not care that they're showing ignorance when they do that? 
And again, to me, I, I think there are some of them that truly don't know. I mean, there are, there are some truly dumb people mm-hmm. out there in those positions, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of them know. A lot of them don't care because, and again, this is just my feeling on it, that they have something they're trying to accomplish. They have and, an agenda. And, and it ha- Yeah, and it has nothing to do with public safety. It has nothing right. to do with crime. And mm-hmm. they understand these things. When, when you see Gavin Newsom propose these laws, I mean, Gavin Newsom's not a stupid man. He knows these things, and he knows these laws have nothing to do with crime or public safety. It has. Yeah, to do with I might argue power. with you on that one. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm sorry. So, uh, speaking of which, that um, oh, I just lost it. I had it. Um, the uh, when John Dillon uh, filed that lawsuit, when he used, I like, I like these famous words. So, um, the term "assault weapons" is a politically con- concocted pejorative term designed to suggest that there is an inherently unlawful or illegitimate basis for owning otherwise common firearms protected by the second amendment. Mm-hmm. Awesome words. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, Cause um, we, we always talk about, you know, they, they, you know, the evil features and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And people should, you know, gun owners should be offended, but I mean, I'm, I'm personally offended every time we have one of these shootings yes. and unfortunately they're going to go on because mm-hmm. we're, again, we're not addressing the real causes or the issue. And, and I think the causes are complex, and there's a lot of them. And even if they did decide to address it finally, it would still be a challenge to actually do something with it. But every time we have one of these things, you know, me as a gun owner, I am blamed. You know, it's like I'm an evil person or it's somehow yeah. my fault because some murderer decided to, to kill some people with a firearm. Right. Exactly. And gun owners should be fed up with that, with being blamed and being called out as evil people or bad people. And you start, they need to start standing yep. up and, and pushing back on this. Well, stuff. they need to get mad. They need to get angry. And like we talked about here in San Diego, what they could do is do what? Join San Diego County gun owners. Exactly. Yeah. And get involved. And that's, you know, when I write these articles, I yep. kind of close with the, I have the same paragraph every week that but I close it's good. with. But it's I, true. you know, I, I encourage people join, you know, do something other than the make comments on Facebook. You know, there's a lot of different organizations. I'd love to see everybody join San Diego County gun owners. Yep. Mm-hmm. We do different things. I mean, we have our function here in San Diego. So we're, you know, we're concerned with electing Second Amendment friendly people throughout the county. But, you know, there's other groups that do the lawsuits. There's other groups that work at the state level. Um, you've got a lot of choices. So find some groups that you like, that you agree with. It doesn't cost much to support us. Um, San Diego County gun owners for $10 a month. Um, you can support right. us local if you organization. Have, yeah. If you have time, uh, we could definitely use your help with your time, but your membership helps us. And it's the same with these other organizations, the NRA and all the other ones. Um, they're relatively cheap to join. If you don't have a lot of money or you don't have a lot of time, you know, join them as a member and, you know, stand up because, uh, if we lose these rights, once they're gone, they're gone. It's mm. really hard to get them back. You won't get them back. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, let's, be proactive and do something about it now. Um, you see what's happening here in California. And, um, you know, what happens out here, you, uh, Lance was talking about this a little bit earlier with people leaving the state. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael was telling me 20 years ago, Oregon and Washington were the big gun-friendly states to go <laughs> yeah, to. That's right. where people that? were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look what happened up there. I mean, these these bad ideas spread from here like a cancer. I mean, you, you have to fight them at some point. So, um, and here know, we might are. as well fight them here. Yep. Right. Get mad and join, join San Diego County gun owners. Yes. It's very simple. $10. Yep. You can't buy lunch for 10 San Diego County gun Michael's not here. He'd love it. He loves that we're plugging him, but he, you know, we need the members 
and we need you or we're trying to hit that 3000 member mark as soon as we can. And that turns into a a voting block. Your vote matters. Again, they put out the uh, voter guide. And so uh, we can win these races. Well, it is, and you know, people don't realize um, it's really doable to influence these races locally. And, um, you know, it's not it's a lot harder trying to influence a statewide race or a national race. But a lot of these city council races, uh, these supervisor races, they're won or lost on a couple of thousand votes. And, um, you know, you have a chance as a grassroots organization. And we've accomplished a lot just, you know, at our size, I mean, look what we've done with the uh, concealed carry. Right, that was huge. Everyone here. said, "No, you can't do that," and look what happened. Yeah, it's never been done. And here. by the way, I heard Scott Scott Sherman uh, won his district when he won by like fifty four votes or something like that. So, ladies and gentlemen, this can be done. And again, to your point, yes, they said we couldn't get concealed carry, you know, for good law abiding people like us, and we we did. And so uh, we are moving, we are shaking, and we are getting stuff done. All right, let's yes. go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by, uh, by the way, as you know, lawful AR ownership is increasingly under attack. California's assault weapon laws, including define an assault weapon as having to be semi-automatic. The Cali key removes your rifle from the definition of an assault weapon by converting any middle spec direct impregnation or pregnant in, yeah, impingement that's impingement. a hard ate that word what did you put that word in there for <laughs> for old time direct eight. impingement ar platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action he said i got him it's a true drop in solution in less than a couple of minutes you are good to go no milling no aesthetics modification and no turning off your gas system is necessary stay future ready with your cali key Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. I got to tell you, you know, Cali Key is just a, a huge, tremendous supporter oh, of, yeah. of what's going on here in California and San Diego. Yeah. Uh, and they've just been a, a, amazing. So if you go, you guys, you got to go to the website and check these guys out. Without they've got, a shadow they've got really yeah. cool stuff, too. I mean, thank you, Cali Key. Yeah. Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Well, firearms legal protection, Lance and I both use them, is the answer. Firearms legal protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for your firearm owners. Firearms legal protection is the best legal protection for self-defense, and you are singled. And if you are singled out government lawyers trying to take your guns using red flag laws, you're going to need firearms legal protection. And you might even get John Dillon from Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP, your one-stop shop for lawyers, and Firearms Legal hires him, and you could be lucky enough to get him. If not, though, if you do need some side help, cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, or call John at 760-431-9501, your gun lawyer. So, hey, who you got on the line there, sir? Well, we've got our buddy, uh, 
Lance Reeder, uh, the, the frontside event's coming up. And so, uh, Lance, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm right here. Thanks for having me on the show today, guys. Yeehaw, my friend. Long Our time pleasure. no talk. Good. I'm, I'm so glad you Yeehaw. called in. So what's happening? Well, we're gearing up for our next uh, charity handgun and rifle course. This will be our seventh annual, and all the proceeds go to fight leukemia. And um, this last one that we wrapped up about six months ago, we raised over $36,000 for leukemia. We had uh, over 245 people come out and participate in this family-oriented firearms training event. So, it's not a bunch of guys doing guy things, but it's actually a family event. So we have husbands and wives with their kids. We have grandparents, nieces, nephews, aunts, and uncles all coming out to learn proficiency and excellence with uh, handguns and or rifles. People get a choice on which weapon system that they train on and uh, have a wonderful time for a wonderful cause. That's great. What are the dates? So this next one coming up, our seventh annual, will be March 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. So the full event is four days for people that want to participate in the full four days, and most people do. But for people that are trying this out for the first time and want to dip their toes in the water, they can come out for just two days or just three days. So it would be um, 6th and 7th or 6th, 7th, 8th or 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th of March. And... Um, 2020. I gotcha. What's the website and what's the cost? The website is www.charitycourse.gives. So it's not .com, it's .gives. So www.charitycourse.gives. And once on the website, people have an opportunity to sign up for our free email updates so that um, when the registration is opened up, there'll be an email blast saying, okay, registration is open. Um, information about local hotels, purchasing ammo, all the logistics and necessities um, will come out in email updates. But that's the website to uh, get information, sign up for updates. And we also have a lot of uh, photographs and highlight videos from previous year's events so people can actually um, uh, see the event. I believe that a uh, a picture's worth a thousand words. I can sit here and uh, describe it to you, but you know, actually seeing yeah. the scope of this event and the amazing facility, and um, and also just so your listeners know, the the event is held at Frontside Firearms Training Institute just outside of Las Vegas. It's the largest civilian firearms training school in the country. They're actually um, it's a 550 acre firearms training resort. They can handle up to 2,000 students a day. Uh, their lecture hall alone is a 600-seat lecture hall. It's just an amazing facility. Yeah, it truly is, and your website does a really good job. Charity Course Gives? Dot so, Gives. Yeah. Dot Gives, that's right. Chari- so. Yeah, Charity Course Dot Gives. Got it, and, and, and Joe wanted to chime in for a second. Yeah, hey, Lance, um, it's a question. When do you expect the uh, registration to mm-hmm. open up about, you know, roughly? Usually we open up registration in October. Okay, that's good. So, yeah, I got a couple of neighbors now that are all psyched up and uh, coming out there. They've actually made reservations at the winery, so they're ready to go. Ah, look at that. So I, I keep telling them, okay, well, as soon as the stuff starts mm-hmm. coming out, I will send you the link. So I had them looking at the old mm-hmm. stuff up to now. That's great. Yeah, then Joe's yeah, been there several yeah. times, so have I, so it's, it's a great event. 
Yeah, yeah, you guys know firsthand how amazing this event is. So, yep. but yeah, if you've got if you got friends, send them to the website, have them sign up for the updates, and that way, when the the day that the registration opens, boom, they'll get an email blast. They can get registered for the event, and and um, you guys were asking about the price. So, um, the normal retail cost for a four day course out there is two thousand dollars, and and that's. And that's pretty much the, the industry standard, whether you're going to this school or Gunsight or Thunder Ranch or, you know, various um, firearm schools. But for the charity event, we get everybody in for just $200. You and can't beat it. Every, no, uh, no, you can't. $2,000 course for $200, and uh, all the proceeds go to fight um, leukemia. Um, and everybody pitches in $50 uh, for, uh, for, for fighting leukemia. So a total cost of 250 and uh, we do an amazing raffle at the event. We raffle off 14, 15 brand-new firearms, um, everything from beautiful precision rifles, um, tactical shotguns, an amazing array of handguns, thousands of rounds of ammunition is raffled off, and Again, every penny from that raffle um, goes to fight leukemia. All right, brother. We appreciate you coming Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, man. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Mm-hmm. Thanks again. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you for having me on the air. Our yeah. pleasure. Yep, my pleasure. Um, John Dillon uh, was uh, caught up doing a case or something, couldn't call in today, but he uh, he, he mentioned that, and, and it's a really good idea, that you know, talking about uh, fighting cases here in California, right, before they get to the federal level. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we touched on this a little bit earlier. We were talking about how, you know, Oregon and Washington used to be uh, good places, and now they're having all sorts of problems. Because, again, this stuff spreads. These bad ideas spread. And, unfortunately, you know, in California, I mean, we seem to grow these bad ideas the way Jersey grows tomatoes. Well, they also, (laughs) the other side puts a lot of money into California, too, on purpose. Yeah, and like John, you know, to John's point, John mentioned this earlier, that... um, that you know these these things start out here and they're they're used as models uh, in other yes. states they're used at the federal level right and you know it seems like there's there's three really bad states that generate a lot of the stuff because uh, some of the things that we have here started out like in New York um, New Jersey's also really bad about oh, that kind boy. of stuff and yeah. um, like our the thing with our ammo laws um, I believe started out they tried this in uh, New York actually mm. and. They still do this because I used to buy um, I used to buy a lot of my ammo online, and I was talking to um, to the guys at Bulk Ammo back on the East Coast. And uh, when California first started implementing all these rules out here for the ammo, and um, you know they were telling me that they went through this with New York, and uh, apparently New York tried the same kind of thing, and they had to abandon the. Um, the database part of it because it was just too expensive. They just, they just couldn't do it. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out here in California. Yeah. But, um, but no, you have to fight these things because uh, these things do spread and they go to other States and it just doesn't. And they become federal, federal law. The feds use them as well. Well, yeah. And again, we grow these bad politicians here. I mean, now you've got Diane Feinstein, you've got Nancy Pelosi, you've got a host of uh, minor ones out there. I mean, we're, going to be fighting uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, Hopefully, uh, you know, she's taking a dive now, so hopefully uh, we won't see much of her. But, I mean, these are very destructive people with these laws, and they they come from out here, so you got to fight them Fight them here when it starts and before this stuff spreads. Exactly. And speaking of that, um, red fl- we got to talk about, we only have a couple second minutes left here, but talking about the red flag laws, red flag laws here in San Diego, uh, Mara Elliott, uh, the city attorney, 
I came up with uh, one about a year ago, whatever the case may be. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to be aware of this because you could be a good person that has, you know, someone mad at you. And next thing you know, someone, you know, the law enforcement is knocking on your door. Also, too, how are you going to pay for it? I was talking at the, with the people at um, um, uh, our, our sponsor folks, um, Firearms, Firearms Legal. Legal, sorry. And um, uh, Scott was telling me the other day, they just added that protection because they're a prepaid uh, legal protection that they will uh, cover for that. that that's good. That's a, this is a really big deal. Hopefully you get John Dillon, of course. Uh, but if not, they, they do cover for that. So the red flag laws are. Does that yeah. mean you got to change the script again? Uh, it, I'm whatever I could do to keep you on your toes. <laughs> small words, though. You small words on. Yeah. Script. Don't be using that. Bit right. Something. Right. 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 Impingement or something. Impingement. Like that. But anyway, yeah, uh, the, the laws here that are that they're uh, putting in California that are then spreading not only across the, the, the states, but they're also going to the federal level. So we've got to fight it here and uh, and make our stand. We do. And you have to get involved in the, um, like I said, the insurance part that you just brought up is yeah. really important. And, uh, you know, we do these workshops about how to get your concealed carry every every month, well, pretty much every week, I think we're doing one Yeah, somewhere. San Diego County Gun And, does. you know, and I always uh, emphasize to people, you really need to consider insurance. And, yeah. And, whether you're going to conceal, you know, carry concealed, or even if you're just a gun owner, I mean, yeah. if you have to you do something, even in your house, right? Um, your homeowner's not going to help you. No, it doesn't. And, We're only uh, talking ten dollars a month, hello, or, or maybe a little more. But neither way, in in, in uh, pre these the, uh, prepaid legal plans as well. But it's it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, you really should if you have any kind of firearm. All right, let's take a break. Yep. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. folks hey as you know lawful ar ownership is increasingly under attack california's assault weapon laws including defines an assault is that where that word is including defining an assault weapon defining an assault weapon is having to be semi-automatic the cali key removes your rifle from the definition of an assault weapon by converting any mil spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle. It's a true drop-in solution. It's less than a couple of minutes and you are good to go. No milling, no aesthetics modification, and no turning off your gas system if necessary. Stay future ready with Cali Key. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. Com. This segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com for all your gun needs, from ownership to working on your guns to classes, training. And don't forget, they've got ranges with great range masters that'll keep you and your crew happy and safe. Right now, we got Jason on the line. How's it going, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Dave? Doing good. It's been a while since we chatted with you. Yeah, it's been a while. Sounds like you've been doing good. Yeah, you took a little sabbatical. We know how that goes. Yeah. 
So what do you got for us today, sir? Uh, well, uh, I can tell you guys about uh, NBC came by yesterday by a little shop, Gun Range San Diego, and they wanted to ask us a few questions about, uh, um, you know, assault weapons and the Brady campaign and what we thought about everything, how we can make things better, things like that. So, you know, they set up a camera, they you know, did a little interview with them, and... Um, you didn't, you didn't they, handcuff them and take them in the back room? Oh, come on. No, no. Well, ultimately, they didn't use any of the footage, which, is, uh, which is surprising. Yeah, which is surprising. It actually because, isn't. Um, what? No, it's no, not surprising. Yeah, no, the reason why is because what they do is, I, I found that they come into the shops, yeah. they, pick, they, pick, they, they yeah. take pictures of the guns, and right. then they use them for the anti-gun story that they're going to do. And never use the story that no, they have. No, it's BS. Yeah. Was that yeah. local, well, luckily, local NBC? It was local NBC, but luckily, you know, luckily, you know, we, we, we always ask, you know, that, that they would be respectful of our, our responses and our shop. And, you know, this time they didn't, uh, you know, it was nice that they, they didn't um, slam you. They didn't use any of the footage. They didn't slam us. They, uh, they didn't even use any footage, which, you know, that's fine. But um, what about verbiage? Uh, all they said was that, you know, all they said was that they visited a gun range and that's about it. Oh, but I, I thought it odd because I, I gave such great answers, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but they were the wrong answers. Well, it's like what what Joe was saying earlier about, you know, all they want is this, you know, fueled up uh, emotional Yeah, it doesn't meet the narrative. I mean, mean, it doesn't, it didn't fit into what, I guess it didn't fit into what they wanted to to show on TV. So, you know, that's that's fine. But, I mean, I'm happy to do it again. But that's not (laughs) reporting. Um, That's the problem. That's not reporting. That's not exciting. That doesn't doesn't get you stories. I mean, they asked... uh, I mean, one of the things they pointed out was that there was a, uh, you know, the Brady campaign, I guess, has a new couple messages. Uh, and they were so, the points, the, the bullet points were so generic that I just, I was able to retort just, just immediately. And uh, I mean, one of, the, one of the bullet points was, oh, well, the campaign aims to uh, improve gun safety and reduce gun violence. And this is what she asks me on camera. And I'm like, well, we, we, already, we already do this. We we already we already do this. They're not defining anything. What are they What do they mean? How do they mean to expand a background check? They're not saying anything. They're saying words, but they're not telling a message. Well, they're yeah. They're telling all the Brady people are telling all these uh, people in San Diego and California all this. When the reality is, we already have the laws, which you know, we already have the background checks and all this other stuff. I talk to people all the time that they have no clue. That we have all this stuff, and they say, you know, and they're supporting Brady. So why would you support them? I did say that all the stuff is being done in California already. Yeah, these things are—they are already being done. It's already being implemented. You cannot—you can't—you uh, can't just stop. You can't say I'm going to stop gun violence. Okay, it's like me saying I'm going to stop everybody from getting a Big Mac tomorrow. Yeah, is that going to stop anybody from buying a Big right. Mac? No. That's not going to stop anybody. A piece of paper is not going to stop somebody. You know, a sign that says gun-free zone is, you know, that's a bullseye, what's what that really is. Uh, and I, I kind of explained all this, you know, very coolly, very comfortably. And uh, I'd say, judging from the fact that they didn't use any of the footage, I'd say I did pretty good. Well, here's what I'm, I recommend coming from the television world. Say, yeah. you know what? I really would like to do this interview. I really, really, really do. How about we go down to the station and I do it live? <laughs> I'm serious. That would be great. They'll look at you that and start, uh, or, uh, or they'll start, well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm giving you my time. I'm willing to, yeah. you know, let's, let's, let's be reciprocal here. Let's get together <laughs> to put me on air, yeah. ask me the hard questions, and I'll tell you the answers. They'll never do that. Yeah. 
Maybe they won't, but I think I'm going to give it a shot anyways. That sounds like a great idea. I'd call the news director up or email him and just say, hey, I had a great interview with your people. Thank you very much. But unfortunately, I never got my side out. How about if I come to your station anytime you like and let me have the time to answer the questions on a one-on-one? See what they say. Right. I would love that. Yeah. I think I'll give that a shot. Yeah. I would, too. I mean, in, in fact, I wouldn't mind. I mean, what you need to do is contact all the TV stations. And, yeah. And just, well, look, when you do it, get on the website, look for planner, or do you have an idea? And that's the way that you can get to the, because there's only one person that puts the whole week together, and it's not the news director. They talk about it, but there's one person that puts all the interviews together. And oh, yeah. I think that'd be something for you to do. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it was also really fun to, to define assault weapon for, for for the reporter. I mean, uh, again, you know, all these people asking all these questions, mm-hmm. wanting all these things done, most of them have no idea what they're talking about. And again, you know, one of the first things she says is, so these um, these weapons are all automatic? And, you know, of course, you know, like, well, no, no, what you're used to hearing is, is semi-automatic and had to explain that, had to explain the background checks. I mean, she thought, she came from Texas, so she, she thought that you could just walk in, buy a gun, walk out, and that was it, you know. So I had to explain all that stuff. Um, assault, assault weapon, I mean, it's, it's, that's what you do with the thing. It's mm-hmm. a tool, what you do with it, you know, you can't, slap, you can't slap that on it and call it an assault weapon. I mean, I can have an assault hot dog, you know, right. by, the same, by the same, you know. I got one. Same specification. She's, she's eight months old, and her name is... But it's a hot dog. I mean, she's it's a dachshund. <laughs> and trust me, she's hell on wheels, too. But, you know, I just wish the media would just be straight up and do their job right. and give both sides no. of the story. So yeah. the consumer yeah, would can make a determination or a decision. They should not be influencing people. And I know the peer pressure yeah. comes from the news director most cases right well yeah well and that was the same thing right, too. Right. jason was it your scent because like you talk to this this person as a reporter so i mean that's her profession she gets paid to do this and right. you know she doesn't understand basic stuff about what she's asking i mean was it was it your perception she really just didn't understand or she really understood and she was trying to get you she was trying to get a soundbite of you saying something that that more fit in her narrative what did hey, you think? she was hoping you know what I would, I, you know, she was actually, she was pretty respectful. I don't, um, you know, if she was, then she covered it very well. She did ask a couple tough questions, and I, I honestly, just from the look on her face after a couple of them, I honestly believe that she did try to get me to say something that, you know, might, might compromise our side. And, um, you know, luckily I was on the debate team for a long time as a captain. And uh, and captain of the debate team uh, has its benefits. Well, and that's I, what I'm saying. You know, it, I answered this, everything completely fully. And it, um, I mean, there was absolutely nothing that, basically everything I said countered everything just right. I'm no, I'm no Ben Shapiro. I'm not, I'm not Ben Shapiro, but I know how to debate. I know how, you know, I know the issue in and out. I understand both sides. I understand both sides. Um, yep. I come from a very, very progressive family and, you know, I myself, I'm actually not even conservative. I'm not liberal. I'm not conservative. I'm right in the middle of moderate, but I understand the issue inside and out completely. And I, I side on the side of the Second Amendment, because I un- I understand it. I understand that the fact that you have a gun does not mean that I'm going to go kill someone. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about the responsibility. It's all about your right as an American citizen. 
Um, it's a lot deeper than what a lot of people throw out there. And another thing, probably the most important thing that I let her know is that you need to understand that, you know, everybody on one side or the other, you know, everybody, uh, everybody has this misconception that, you know, again, I can walk into a gun store, buy a gun, walk out, kill somebody, you know, just like that. And it's just not like that at all. And, you know, a lot of the laws that we have uh, in this state in particular uh, are completely arbitrary or completely designed, obviously designed to nickel and dime you. Uh, for one, the ammunition background checks, it's kind of driving us crazy down here with this inconvenience. Um, things like that, I mean, I, I consider them unconstitutional. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, you see how we're all in this together? We've got, you know, mm-hmm. Jason, who you know, captain of the of the team and, and, uh, you know, gun range, San Diego, you know, Joe, Dave, San Diego County gun owners, look at, look at all of us as a community have to be in this together to combat this, this purposeful ignorance of what they're doing. And this just emotional craziness that's happening and it's got to be fought here. It's got to be fought now. So, uh, good job on you, my friend. I'm sorry. I haven't seen that interview yet. Yeah. When did it, when did it air? Two days ago. Two days ago, 11 o'clock news. She'll be on the, you wouldn't have seen Jason anyway. website. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 they already looked on the website. It, it's not. All they did was throw in a little, you know, we went to the, to a gun store, a local gun store, and and that's about it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't know if they I left told it out you. completely. You know, I saw something on uh, uh, Channel 10, um, uh-huh. and it was uh, about concealed carry. Joe, I don't know if you saw this, but it was, uh, you know, Channel 10 does these things. Uh, Channel 10 investigates. So Channel 10 investigates why so many more CCWs are now being issued in San Diego County. I did see that clip. Okay. Oh, so I I, I saw that. It it was terrible. So they just tried to paint it as this bad thing, this mysterious, horrible thing. So I sent the guy an email and I said, you know, why would you do that? You know, on, you know, uh, this investigates thing and trying, you know, you're purposely trying to do this stuff already. Well, I looked the guy up before I sent him the email, by the way. And he, he was he was beating his chest on how great he was on trying to take down Rick Perry under some or you know the, sure. the former uh, you know governor whatever the case may be uh, at, at the time. But I called I, I basically emailed him. He, he emailed me back and says, "Well, whatever." I said, "What about fairs and balanced reporting? You know, why are you trying to do this over a shadow thing? All of us have to fight tooth and nail at every turn." And uh, his and, answer was, "Whatever." Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sam, and you're right, and we do have to Typical. stand up, and everybody has to do that now. It's, it's, I mean, that's the only way to, to turn this around and win. Because I think most people don't feel this way. Most people don't support these these laws and this goofiness. It's most people just don't know. I mean, I, I'm relatively new to the gun thing. I mean, you know, in the last five years or so, if you'd have talked to me six or seven years yeah. ago, I would have said the same thing. You know, why do people need military mm-hmm. weapons? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know. I mean, everything was just based on what I see in the news or. TV and that's yeah. how it goes, and people just don't know. Yeah, and it's up to us right. to educate people whenever we can. Yeah, well, and motivate too the ones that do, and get them to take action. Yeah, and challenge this kind of stuff. Yes, without a shadow. And I didn't doubt. even know about like how local media yeah, is terrific. also kind of biased in this whole situation. All right, yes, I was always taught in college that local awesome. media is usually the least biased compared to the national brand, so that kind of shocks me too. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's out there. All right, folks, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, there's a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, 
1170 The answer. Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense and those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Lance and I both use them, along with Michael Schwartz. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners. Get it? Lawful gun owners. With a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner, Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. And if you are a singled-out government lawyer trying to take your guns using red flag laws, folks, this is a big deal. You need to be ready. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today at firearmslegal.com, 469-310-9100. That's firearmslegal.com, 469-310-9100. Be ready for the new red flag laws. They're coming your way. All right, right now we got Sam the Gunman on the line. How you doing, Sam? Good. How are you guys? Living the dream. What's going on? Uh, not much. I hear my uncle Michael's off the. Sh- um, he's uh, not in there tonight. No, he's in Wisconsin. Yeah. Eating Nooski burgers Knocking or Nooski back sausages. The Nooskies. Yeah. yeah, from what he's been telling me, he's having the time of his life. Really? Yeah. Dang it. I mean, I didn't hear from him. The guy's been I so know. Busy. Well, he's just having a good time. So that means Lance Pelkey has a question for you, my friend. So All right, uh, let's have it. Okay, here we go. So uh, uh, this is going to be Jason from San Diego. And uh, Jason, I guess, gets a shirt and or something like that. And something. If we stump Sam, he gets yeah, a that's hat. How, he gets a hat. Okay. I, he already gets a shirt. He already gets a shirt. And if he stumps him, he gets the hat to boot. So do you have your uh, San Diego County gun owner's glass in front of you loaded with something, my friend? Um, yep. What's it at this time? Iced tea. Wonderful. For that balmy evening in Virginia, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It's getting nice and cool now. It's great. Okay, good. Well, at Dave's house, it's only 95 in beautiful Alpine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Here we go with a question. So what is the primary difference between the... H and K USP and the H and K P eight. Um, thanks very much for the question, Jason. Um, that's a really tricky one, actually. Um, that's not an area I know a huge amount about, but I believe the difference between the USP and the P eight is that the P-8 is the military designation and the USP is the civilian and export designation. And I would say, yes, you've got that part right. And uh, congratulations. And to expand on that, uh, let's see, the military version has the safety selection. Let's see, the P-8. The P-8 is the military version, which has the safety and fire selection position reversed. So, uh, yes, the military version. I would give him that one. Joe, would you give him that one? Yeah, I think that's good. Of course. So, I would give him that one. Uh, that terrific. Okay, my friend. Well, listen, we appreciate uh, you uh, winning uh, again the stump, my nephew, and uh, from Sam the Gunman in uh, beautiful Virginia. And uh, you're going to keep us posted the next time uh, or when you're, um, you're uh, uh, what is that? You got a, not a blog coming out, but a podcast. Podcast. Good. Okay. So. Yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. All right, buddy. You take care. You too. Have a good night. All right, man. Uh, thanks again. Okay. This is from a, a listener. 
Yep. Can't keep a guy from killing himself on suicide watch, but you'll protect me if I hand in my guns. <laughs> okay, got it. Just making sure. It's just a strange world out there. Got it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do we have another uh, caller? No, uh, we don't. Okay. Well, then uh, we'll we'll pick it up with again. Well, let's talk to let, let's talk to uh, Mr. Dramisi. What's your next uh, topic on gun range or gun sports? San Diego County Gun Owners website. Well, because well, there's there's so much out there. The the word thing really fascinates me. So that was um, I've got because uh, what I do is I, I keep a running list of uh, of possible blog ideas. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, there's probably a dozen different ideas there. And then, you know, as I'm going, I just, I just, uh, pick into them and, um, you know, sometimes news things will happen, which elevates things. But the, uh, the word thing is really interesting and in, in how we change words and especially what San Francisco is doing now. And, um, so I thought I might look at, uh, take a look at that. The other thing is, um, you know, looking at, and Jason mentioned this, uh, a few minutes ago with, uh, you know, they, they like the Brady campaign, they, they always talk about safety and, you know, increasing gun safety and things like that. And I was um, researching the other day and, and looking up some things, um, you know, just for an article I was thinking about. And I came across this uh, information, I think it was a CDC study, but they were talking about accidents in the country. And they had listed, you know, the number of accidents in a given year, uh, accidental injuries, basically injuries from accidents. And, um, you know, they had broken them down into different causes. And all the way at the bottom of this graphic, the very tiniest one was firearms related, 0.2%. And uh, surprisingly, poisonings, I guess, were the, uh, the top big one. But, you know, followed by falls and automobile accidents and things like that. But, but firearms in general are very safe. And, you know, if you go back and look at the history, um, accidental shootings and things like that with firearms have been, you know, decreasing for a long time and they are, they're pretty low now. And, yeah. you know, there, there's only, you can only go down so far. I mean, you, you can't make a perfect world. I mean, how, how right. safe can you make it? And it's, it's pretty darn safe right now, according to the statistics and things like that. Yeah. So that was something I want to take a look at too. Um, they talk about that. Then again, uh, in that same research thing, they talked about the gun shows and uh, there was a study that um, I think it was the Department of Justice did a little while ago where they talked to uh, convicted felons that were in prison. And they were asking them about the, um, the felons that had guns on them when they, were, um, when they committed the crimes that they're imprisoned for. And they were asking them where the guns came from. And again, gun shows was down in less than half of a percent. Right. Of these felons. Got, right. So these gun show loopholes and all this stuff that they talk about trying to shut down gun shows, it's it's not. I mean, they're they're lying, essentially. Right. And and they know that. Well, and, just like you mentioned, uh, Tucker Carlson uh, article earlier, uh-huh. that article also um, mentioned that what San Francisco now is in the top ratings for um, uh, criminal activity or crime now in all the major cities. You yeah, know. and that was another thing that you notice. If you look at those statistics that, you know, because the Department of Justice, they know all this stuff. I mean, they yeah. track all this stuff. But, um, you know, criminals, career criminals commit most of the crimes, a huge portion of the crimes in this country. So it goes, the, it, you know, you, it, it makes sense that when you do what we do in California, where they're now releasing criminals early. Sure. And, uh, of course, crime is going to go up because these are the people that do it. Yeah. 
And um, and to our point also, too, we talk about because they're not uh, the government's not funding law enforcement. That our article also talked about demonizing, not just demonizing law enforcement, but demonizing just following laws in general. And from there, Dave and I, we've said on the show for a long time. Yep. That, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't figured it out, you're your own first responder. Absolutely. What are you going to do Absolutely. for that first five to 15 minutes? That's right. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed giving it to you. And State. thanks, Joe Dramisi, for showing up. Oh, Joe Dramisi's the bomb. We want to thank him for showing up. We want to thank Brandon really well. for all his support. <laughs> and stay tuned for Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. You're going to hear all about Athena Racing, something you might want to get involved in. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.